Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. How are y'all? It's good to see everyone. Thanks for coming and being a part of the family meeting. We hope that you're encouraged uh, and informed as we uh, begin our our year together, and we just are excited about sharing some things about uh, what's happening in the life of our church. And so before we do that, let me just uh, open our time in prayer. Father, thanks for this church family. Thanks uh, for the ability just to gather this morning to uh, talk about where you are at work, uh, how you're leading, um, and just uh, enjoy being together, um, sharing life, um, sharing our hearts, and coming before you as our Lord and Savior. You are so faithful, you're so good and kind, and so we are grateful to be in your presence as your people um, this morning. And so we commit this time to you, to the praise and glory of your name. Amen. All right, Jeff, come on up. Good morning. How are you? Well, they uh, put the accountant first because uh, I'm the most dyna- uh, dynamic, and uh, <laughs> as most accountants are. So, but uh, we did want to give you just an overview and a picture of uh, what's uh, been going on for uh, what went on for 2018 and what we have going forward uh, for 2019. And all good news. Um, we did end the year for 2018 with a uh, surplus. So as a, uh, another word, net income for the year of about uh, over $50,000. We had giving of $626,000 versus actual expenditures of $575,000. So uh, we uh, ended the year with a, a healthy surplus of $50,000. Um, we had budgeted $647,000, so you can see that we were... Um, under budget by over 72,000. So I just think uh, just an example of the commitment the staff um, has toward uh, being careful with how we, uh, you know, the things we spend on and uh, just keeping a careful watch on that. So I really commend the staff for that. Um, And uh, another point is, well, it's, it's just that, 70, that 72000 that's a big deal. It's, uh, you know, when you compare um, what we had budgeted. And, and, you know, we try to be conservative in the budgeting, too. We try to think of everything that would be out there. And we're not trying to gross that up, but it's uh, just, again, um, I really commend the staff for being careful with that. Um, for 2019, some of the things that we've got coming up... Um, we're going to do some lighting upgrades uh, for the uh, children's ring, the foyer, and the auditorium. And we have this big project, as you've noticed, the parking lot at some point is going to need to be replaced. The last estimate we had on that was for $180,000. Um, we are in the process of trying to get updates on what that will cost now. Um, but as this next uh, slide will show, we have already set aside quite a bit towards that. Um, we are going to take from the current year surplus the over fifty thousand. We're going to set aside thirty-five thousand of that towards the parking lot replacement, which uh, would bring the amount we have saved for that up to one hundred forty-five thousand. So we've got uh, a big chunk of that already uh, set aside, and uh, once we have the full amount reserved, based on the new estimates, we'll get that taken care of. Yes. 
That's right. I mean, you know, we, you know, if if we get the money set aside and we we have enough to pay for it, we'll go ahead with that. And um, I'll get into. We did some maintenance on the parking lot this year. You probably noticed to try to extend the life of it. But um, I think if we do it any time in that time period, we'll end up being okay. Um, we're also going to um, transfer ten thousand dollars from the 2018 surplus towards the some lighting upgrades that we have uh, coming up and uh, to take care of those. Um, and then um, each year in the budget, we've talked about this before, we set aside amounts for just, you know, the normal things that come up with when you're trying to take care of a building, the normal maintenance, repairs, upkeep, and that sort of thing. This past year, we used about $26,000 from those reserves for um, paintings, uh, we had to replace the sump pump down in the basement, um, some lighting upgrades, uh, the parking lot coating, that's just to try to extend the life a couple of more years on the parking lot and an AC replacement. And then we had some safety equipment that we took out of the short-term reserves for about $2,600. And we are going to continue to do this. We've done this for many years, set aside amounts from the budget to build up a savings account basically for anticipated and uh, non-anticipated needs that come up with just uh, normal things that come along in the in uh, the upkeep of the building so we'll set aside um, 14,000 from the long-term reserves and four thousand uh, dollars for the short-term reserves uh, reserve just to build those back up and have those available so there's no surprises there um, for 2019 we've set a budget of about uh, six hundred and thirty nine thousand um, dollars this results in a requirement of giving to meet that budget of about uh, $53,000 per month. We did knock the budget down a little bit given that we were, um, we had, you know, that significant savings in 2018 down by about 1.3%. So, um, again, God has been so faithful to us. This is uh, either second or third year we've had a budget surplus. Um, and we're just thankful for that. And we're thankful to this uh, body and congregation for their faithfulness and giving and providing uh, the needs of the church. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, we, you can ask me those now or uh, get with us after uh, the program. We'd be happy to um, listen to you. And, and I know I've gotten in the past some, a lot of good feedback, and we do appreciate that, and we do want that and encourage that. So thank you very much. Next. Well, it's always good to follow up an accountant with a lawyer. Um, I'm, not, I'm not near as dynamic. Y'all are getting both barrels this morning, and we apologize for that. I don't think it was planned, but um, nevertheless. My name's Matt Wade, and I'm on the missions committee. I'm going to give you an update about the good things that have happened with our missions ministry and what we've been doing this last year and what we've got coming up in this next year. I'm trying. Bueller? Did I do something wrong? Maybe I'll have to be a little more dynamic than what we planned.
Can you scroll it from up there, Clint? Is it not moving, Clint? Well, that's a bummer. You know what? We'll, uh, if it gets going, Clint, then go ahead and, and do it. I guess I'll just do it verbally. I'm going to have to be more dynamic. <clears throat> that's okay. So let me tell you a little bit about our missions ministry with Melanie Park over this past year and what we've got coming up. So in 2018, our giving for the way that we do it here at Melanie Park, roughly 10% um, roughly of our budget, we corporately give towards our missions ministry. Um, so that's roughly $60,000. And as y'all have seen in the past, we have something that's called Faith Promise. And in the missions committee, we get together and we determine what the need is going to be for our um, missions and for our ministry team and then we determine that's how we figure out what the faith promise is going to be it's a difference between what we have budgeted and um and then what we what our what we think we're going to need for the year so last year we had from our general fund our corporate giving was sixty thousand dollars roughly ten percent of our budget as i mentioned and the faith promise was twelve thousand one hundred sixty eight so combine those two together seventy two thousand one hundred sixty eight is what we budgeted for support of our missions ministry for last year in 2018. The exciting thing is, is that we had substantially more given. And um, we will, uh, I'll talk about some of those things. And it's amazing, and we always talk about this in our missions committee, it's amazing how the Lord provides, right? It isn't always that way. We don't always have that type of giving. But when we do, we all know that there's something coming. And there was, there was, there was some several special projects that came forward that we needed that money for. And uh, it turned out to be what a, wonderful, what a very wonderful blessing. So um, also we just wrapped up here recently what we gave for our Christmas ministry when we give to our missions as a special Christmas gift. And like this last Christmas we collected and gave out to our, our missionaries $15,801. And then for the special project gifts, as I just mentioned, this is what, what um, we were talking about that was more. It was 19500 Hey, look at that. Here we go. Let me see if I, let me check if I can do it. Hey, I can do it. I'm in control. Sort of. In control of this, all right? In control of this. So as I mentioned, the Christmas gifts for the missionaries last, this last Christmas was 15801 And there's the 19500 which was what a wonderful blessing that was to have those, those special. And let's talk a little bit about the special projects. So here's what some of the money went to for those special projects. We had short-term, some short-term missions, you know, where we help subsidize that, where we send folks out for a very short-term deal, maybe something in the summer or something in the spring um, that we sit there and help out with. And then the interesting thing about the Wachochi uh, Chihuahua projects, um, you know we've had a long-time partnership with um, uh, the Martinez's and Adair's in the Wachochi um, Chihuahua region and that actually wasn't part of that 19000 That was a special gift just for them. Um, and it went, it had all sorts of things. They've had some health issues that we were able to help out with, some of those expenses associated with those health issues. Um, they needed another vehicle. They needed to replace a vehicle, so we were able to help out with that. So that was, um, that was really a very special, um, it was a special opportunity for us to help out with them. Um, and then, of course, we have our um, just 
our own missions and our own missionaries that we had some special projects and needs, and that's what that 8,500, and for an example of that would be, you know, they had some floods down in Mexico, and one of the churches at the tops had their, the church that they're working on flooded, so we were able to help financially help with paint and some other things and sit there and help them with that particular project. Um, we also um, used that those funds. You might know that we have a young lady that has a heart for going full-time into the missionary field, and we were able to help her out, and we're going to talk more about her here in a minute. We were able to help her out as she begins going through her internship and going through the process of being trained to go out into the full-time missionary field, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. And then, of course, we had some perspective scholarships. That's the, the uh, perspectives class. If any of y'all have taken that, you know what a, what a wonderful class that is about giving you a perspective about what it is to go out into the missionary field. Okay, for 2019, you can see that we, once again, with roughly 10% of our general fund, we're going to be, has been dedicated to our missionaries, $60,000, and what we on the missions committee have come up with as the faith promise need Above that is the 12848 just a little bit more than what we, what we had budgeted for last year. Um, and so for the total of what we would like to give corporately as a church for our missionaries, what we need to give and support them with is 72848 You'll note that um, a few weeks ago, I think, we started putting in the bulletin, the Faith Promise, a little blue sheet, a little green sheet that's Faith Promise, and it has a little tab on the bottom that gives you the opportunity for, as a family, as an individual to sit down and think about what you would like to give this year and budget to give this year as a family to help support the missionaries. And that's not, you know, you do not have to turn that in. We don't want you to turn it in and put it in the plate when you pass that by. That's for you to tear off and put on your refrigerator, put it on your bathroom mirror, put wherever, something that you can look at, think about, and pray about what you and your family would like to help give. That was not me. Um, <laughs> that... Uh, that you would like to help give and support our missionaries. Here's the committee that we have. We have myself, Russ and Elizabeth Conser, Tom Cady, Larry and Nancy Brackett, Monty Hardy, Tom Wise, and a name that's not up there but has always been heavily involved and helps lead us through these things is Mark Hardy as well. So any one of us, um, if you have any questions about the missions committee, about who we support, how we support, how it works, um, please feel free to come talk to any one of us. If you have an interest in joining the committee, perhaps, finding out what we do, and perhaps this is something that you would like to be a part of, come see any one of us, and we'd be glad to talk to you about it. Okay, a couple things that are upcoming this next year. We have, as you know, we try to have, um, we're kind of spacing it out more than what we've done in the past, but we have our missions conference that's coming up. As you can see, it's on March 22nd through 24th. It's at the Centerpoint Event Center. That's that... I believe that's that event center that's over there by Coronado High School. Um, we're going to have more announcements that are going to be coming forward. You're going to be hearing a lot about this. Keegan Williamson is uh, going to be our speaker at our, at our banquet. So for those of you all who know Keegan, Keegan's, uh, he's one of those infectious personalities, right? He's so excited about what he does and how what he, the work he does for the Lord. He can't help but be around him and get excited yourself when you're around Keegan. So we're real excited about him. Um, being there. We also know that we have, um, we have a need. The walkers are going to be here, um, but they need a place to stay. So if you know the walk, well, see, there you go. They needed a place to stay. They got a place to stay. That's how it works, right? <laughs> Happens that fast. So they do not need a place to stay. We've got that taken care of. 
Okay, some things that we can be praying about. Um, one of the first things that you can see up there, you know, Camino Global Missionaries is one of the um, organizations that we've been associated with and our missionaries have been associated with for a long time. And as you may or may not know, they've been kind of joined forces with or absorbed by Avant, another missionary group. And so for the Tops, the Williamsons, for um, uh, David Gomez, this is, um, we can be praying about this because this is a time of transition for them. There's some different things. I mean, this may be a wonderful thing, and it's something obviously that the Lord is putting together um, but they have some different rules, right? They have like a mandatory retirement age. How is that going to affect some of our missionaries? Because um, the mandatory retirement age is 65, and, um, you know, they may not affect. How is that going to impact them? How is it going to impact administratively? How does it work? Um, so there's a lot of those types of concerns for um, the Tops and Keegan and, and David Gomez. He's, he's our missionary that's in Uruguay. And he, um, he's with a group called FAMEX, which is a subsidiary. Man, they, maybe they do need a lawyer up here talking about this. You start talking about subsidiaries. It's a subsidiary of um, Camino Global. And how is that going to be impacted by this? So please keep them in your prayers as well. Um, the Pantojas. Um, you'll recall that there are Alex and Liz Pantoja and their family. They went to Turkey, and they were in Turkey for several years. They, they left Turkey. And after some good counsel, um, both from their missionary group and from others, um, they're not going to be returning to Turkey. So they've been in, uh, at least not right now, they've been there in the Rio Grande Valley um, in Texas at the Rio Grande Bible Institute. And that's where he is teaching. He's teaching English. Um, and so be praying for them as to what um, their next field is going to be, because they will be going back out into the full-time um, field ministry. Um, out in the mission field, so be praying for them as to what it could very well be. You know, they're a special crew because they're they're one of the ones that was raised up, if you will, in the Tops Church and came out from Mexico, and so it's kind of a, a second generation out of Mexico. So they could be going back to Mexico. We don't know, but please be praying for them as uh, as they move forward. Claire Ruffin, she's the one. Um, we all know Claire, and she's the one that has definitely expressed an interest and is working towards getting into the full-time missions field. She has been accepted by the Frontiers program, and she's currently out in Arizona. Um, we just got an update from her, um, an email update a few days ago, and it sounds like she's doing well um, out in Arizona. Please continue to pray for that, pray for her um, as she goes into this. It's a, she's in an internship right now. She's got, a, she's got a, what seems to be a, 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 a good part-time job but it's also a challenging part-time job that she's gotten so be praying for her as she goes through this process for her family um, as they go through this process of her entering into the full-time missions field we're very excited about her heart and her desire to do this and how she's she's been moving and progressing and maturing through this process so it's been wonderful to be a part of um, but it's something it's someone that we certainly could be keeping in our prayers um, Javier and Olga Martinez, they're the ones that we were talking about in Huachochi um, in Chihuahua. As you can imagine, that part of Mexico has lots of interesting challenges. And they've, like I've mentioned before, um, they've had some um, health issues um, that we could be praying for. Um, but continue to keep them in your prayer. We've been partners with them. We've gone medical missions with them. The Courtney's, were, that's where they were in their last mission field. Um, so continue to be praying for them um, as we do that. We've been with them for 25 years. 
um, and we certainly could keep them in prayer. And keep all of our missionaries um, in your prayer list. We usually, if you don't have it in your Bible, we will. There will be a time when we'll put out, coming up soon, I imagine, um, just the list, that we little sheet of all of our missionaries that we have that we support as a church. So um, if you would pray for them, it would be, it certainly would be a blessing for them. Thank you. I'm going to breeze through these uh, final uh, topics in hopes that we can preserve some time to pray together because as these things have been listed, we don't want to just mention them as prayer requests and then hope that that gets done somewhere along the way. We'll do that this morning along with some other things. So uh, as far as the elder meeting invite, just real simply want to make sure that there's a good understanding about what this is for. It's really an open invitation to men to come sit at the table with the elders and I guess there's several hopeful desires in this. Uh, one is just to simply build relationships. You getting to know us, us getting to know you, and us spending time together. Uh, there will also be uh, topics that we will walk through that we're going to invite your input on that significantly impact the life and ministry of this church, and we want your input uh, in that. Um, and our hope is that the process will actually equip you in spiritual leadership as a, as a person, as a leader in your home, in your workplace, but the dialogue in terms of how we work through these things together, we're hopeful, will be helpful to you uh, in your life and ministry. So that's the intent of that. Um, with that, you can sign up online, you can register there, you can sign up on the Overleaf, either way will work. But if you'll do that, it'll be important because you're going to get information sent to you before the meeting that we're going to ask you to do in preparation for that discussion. Um, and uh, then we'll have some discussion time during the meeting as well. So um, just real quickly in terms of my study leave, I just wanted to give you a quick update. Um, let you know as, as has been the case year after year, you have fa been faithful to pray. The Lord has been faithful to provide. And I'm excited about just what's in store this year. Uh, just a big picture. Um, when we finish our uh, series uh, this morning on Hospital for the Hurting, you remember last year we looked at Acts up to chapter 8 and then went into James because of the chronology that James was the letter written to the people we looked at in Acts 1 through 8. Well, we're going to follow that pattern and begin with where we left off in Acts chapter 8 and go into Acts chapter 15 as that first missionary journey into Galatia takes place, so that the letter we will follow Acts with is the letter to the Galatians. And hopefully, like we saw with James, it'll be more meaningful to have some of the history as a context to the letter that was written, because you're going to know these people through the time we spend looking at what's happening in uh, the book of Acts. After that, you can pray for this, it's a little intimidating for me, but we're going to uh, look at Ecclesiastes. Um, I like to make sure we spend time in the Old Testament along with the New Testament. And uh, the reason I felt like the Lord kind of placed this on my heart was, as we talk about hospital for the hurting, we are dealing with realities of life this side of heaven and what it means to navigate life well and having an eternal perspective in the midst of the chaos. And really, that's Ecclesiastes. And uh, so hopefully it'll continue the, the heart of what we're wanting to communicate to you. And I, I believe it'll be profitable um, to look at that together in the fall. Uh, we did something different this year that uh, uh, was, was 
I wanted you to know about. So on the back end of the study leave, I asked Bruce and Brian to come down, and we had a little pastoral retreat. And I just wanted to share with you my encouragement and excitement of spending time with these two younger men. Uh, their humility, their teachability, uh, their desire not only to shepherd well in this church, but their own soul, their own family, and uh, just the way the Lord has continued to uh, knit our hearts together so that there is a shared passion for what we see the Lord doing in the life of this church. And it's so encouraging for me to lock arms with these guys and look forward with hopeful anticipation with what God's got in mind uh, through the, the ministry uh, of this church in partnership with these guys. So I could not be more excited and thrilled about that, and I wanted you to know that. Um, as uh, The other thing I want to mention to you with that sermon series, so I plan out the text that we'll be looking at throughout the year. I have that on a Word document. If you would like to have that, just so you can kind of read ahead and look at the passage that we will be going through, I am more than happy to send that to you. If you will just shoot me an email and tell me that you want that, um, I'll send you that document right back, and you can uh, keep that and kind of follow along where we're going. Similarly, you might know this, and if you don't, I want to tell you, because it's been a real blessing to me. Uh, Brian made an effort weeks ago to let people know, if you want to know the songs that we'll be singing the upcoming Sunday, he creates a playlist of those songs that you can listen to the week prior to worshiping together on Sunday. I've put that playlist in my Spotify each week, uh, that I then listen to during the week, and it has been a real blessing, Brian. That's a great idea. So if you're not on that list, but you want to receive that information, let me encourage you to email Brian, and he will put you on the list and get that sent out to you. So um, either way, we would love to share those things with you. Any questions about any of those things? Did y'all hear that? Did anybody on staff except for uh, Linda? Hers is mpc at melaniepark.org. That's where it goes to her. But for the rest of us, you just put our first name, Todd at melaniepark.org. Same thing for Brian, Bruce, Christy, Mark, all the rest of us. So if you want to send us an email, that's the simple way to do it. Um, let's do this. Let's take some time uh, in prayer, and let's start uh, by praying for uh, some of these missionary needs that were mentioned this morning. And in a family meeting, it's important for us to treat each other as family. So we're going to make this um, a time where we just kind of huddle up into groups of 10 to 12 people. So if you would, just kind of cluster together. And if you would, let's just take some time in those small groups to pray for these needs. We've got other things that we want to be prayerful about. And so I'll let you know, but for now, just group together in small groups of 10 to 15 people. And let's pray for these specific needs uh, over the next few minutes. <laughs> 